to episode 245 of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, and I am joined once again by one of my very best friends in the whole wide world, Amanda Farrow, the princess of power. Amanda, it has been far too long. It's been basically 20 years since we podcasted. It feels like 20 years. It's really yeah. been more like three weeks, but it's just been so busy. We got next gen consoles. You guys are like super busy because, you know, like with next gen consoles. Like, with next gen consoles and it's been nuts. It really has been just absolutely insane, but we're back just in time to get a couple more episodes in before we go on our annual hiatus for the holiday season. So uh, this week, as you know, Amanda's here. Linda is not. That means it's video game week. And we are going to talk about video games. Specifically, yeah. we're going to talk about next gen consoles. They are here. We have them. And they are they have been an experience one way or the other. And we're gonna get into some of our stories, good and bad. Dun dun dun. And <laughs> Uh, and some of the games we have played and some of our general impressions and recommendations, because I think both of us have opinions. So before we go too much farther, though, I do want to talk about our sponsor, which is Amanda Farrow herself. She runs a podcast called Virtual Economy. If you like listening to the stuff we talk about, but you want to know like how it gets paid for or the business of those games, uh, her and her partner, Mike, Get into the weeds. If it's a sentence here, it's an hour there. And That's probably, they, it's probably pretty true. That's the conversion rate. And they bring expert commentary along with witty banter, which is really cool. I love it when they do financial analytics and talk about numbers because it's cool. And man, this year has been exciting. There's been all sorts of stuff for you to talk about. You picked a good year to yes. start a business focused podcast. <laughs> We so, were worried at the beginning, man. There wasn't any, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, we're like, there's nothing happening. And then uh, everything happened. And then it all happened, literally all at once. So welcome to the new world. So everybody, give them a listen. If you're not going to give them a listen, that's fine. Subscribe, download anyway. Just go to your uh, to your stuff. Give them a listen because they do great work. And we want them to continue growing because we love them. Let's get right to work. First, we're going to go around the horn. We're going to talk specifically about some of the games that we have been playing. We obviously have been playing many of these games on next-gen consoles. However, we're going to save our commentary on the consoles themselves for the topic, but we're going to focus on the games themselves. But before we get to next-gen consoles, a little game called World of Warcraft Shadowlands has come out in the last couple of weeks, and I did not really mention it. Never heard, it. Never heard that, you never talk. Never heard of it. Never. Oh, exactly. You've never heard me talk about this. Never. Um, and I didn't bring it up in our pre-production meeting because literally I forgot about it. Bitch is weird. I didn't but, forget about it. I knew it was coming. And But you knew. You were like, oh, Steve, you didn't put World of Warcraft Shadowlands in your show notes. How cute. So I, I'm going to save most of the commentary on Shadowlands for the World of Warcraft podcast that we have, EFG, LFG, PSD. Myself and Dana actually recorded last night. It's going to go live on this Wednesday, which will have been a couple of days early when you guys are listening. Uh, suffice it to say, I like it very much. It is very cool. They updated all the stuff that I really liked. It's very pretty, which is not something you can very easily say about a game that has been out for a billion years, but they keep making it look better. And my stupid little alt family is growing and I'm enjoying myself. So if you want to hear me talk all about World of Warcraft, 
then hop on over to the EFG LFG PST feed and listen to that. Next week is our spoiler cast. We are going to go all in and talk about all the weird story stuff. Because let me tell you, some things happened. And I was like, what? And so, yeah. On to the actual video games. So uh, you have been playing a lot of games that are either redacted, which is common. Yes, or... I've been playing many games that are redacted. <laughs> Yeah, which is that's normal because you do play a lot of games before they are even announced because you guys are consultants. That's what you do, which is super cool. And I'm very jealous. And I never get to find out about these games because you guys are like super good about this privacy thing, which you have to be as consultants. But I'm still bummed because I want to know. It's like being friends with like a Hollywood writer. And it's like, I want to know what movie you're writing, but I can't ever know because you can't tell me. That's what I feel like. I tell you until until the movie comes out, friendo. I know. The good news is it it does come out eventually, so I'll find out. So, but you have been playing a little game called Tetris Effect Connected. I did. I sunk like four hours, five hours into that game. And that was fairly recently. Like when I got the, when I first got my Xbox, I was like, oh, you know, like I have all, all of these really cool games I could be playing. So I ended up booting up like, you know, like Blair Witch, because I've been meaning to play the Blair Witch, but I can't talk about that on this on this show because it is yeah, very appropriate scary. for us. <laughs> yeah, it's a Bloober Team game. That's scary stuff. So we're they, not going to talk about spooky games. Yeah, they're not known for family friendly fare. No, not at all. In fact, not even a little. So then I ended up booting up um, Tetris Effect, and I was like, I mean, damn, this is a game that is visually stunning that has incredible music. And I already really enjoy Tetris, right? Like you and I have sunk an obscene amount of hours into Tetris 99. Clearly, you and I love Tetris. That's oh, okay. absolutely. The only battle royale I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So the Tetris, so Tetris Effect Connected kind of took that Tetris 99 experience for me, brought it back down to something that was a little more manageable and made it gorgeous. Like it was like Tetris had a baby with Luminous. Yeah, absolutely true. It made it more of an audio experience than just a brilliant puzzle game, which is gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. And they're all themed levels that kind of they kind of move. They move to their own their own beat, right? So like some levels look like you're underwater and you're like hanging out with dolphins. Other levels you're playing jazz and you're in the you're in the heat of the city or you're in the desert or it's like weirdly tech, you know. What a great game though. All right. So John, thanks for showing up. Just I am sorry late. for I'm late. I was yeah. just at uh, a store getting somebody Christmas gifts. So yeah. I, oh yeah. No, for real. I can't really be too sassy because uh, <laughs> I, because I owe you one. Everybody, we have a very special guest. So myself and Amanda, we're here. It's video game. week, talking about some video games. We could not have the special occasion of a console launch without having the man behind the curtain come back for a spot on the show john tomlinson it has been probably what like two years since you have been on the program i think i was on one like a year and a half ago or so i somewhere around the late 100s i think 
And here we are. Episode 245 is this one. So you were saving the day for some family, specifically mine. And the uh, so I'll forgive the late entrance. We were obviously I gushed about World of Warcraft. And now we are talking about. Tetris Effect Connected, which both of us played on the Xbox One. You, if I recall, or not Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I'm going to screw that up forever. If that's going to happen yeah. for literally ever. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be okay. Forever. forever. It's fine. If there's a reason that I call my wife the general, yeah. uh, because I would probably get her name wrong every once in a while, it would be bad. Uh, <laughs> that's my brokenness. So trust me, I've never called her the wrong name when it mattered. Okay. Uh, so ready, ready. <laughs> so high five. <laughs> high five. Way to way to way to meet the bare minimum standard. Bare minimum. So proud the of you. Bare minimum. So Tetris Effect, you have played it on the PlayStation VR, John, right? Yes. I well it, the PlayStation version has the VR component to it, but it comes standard. Uh Lately, there's been a lot of sales on the PlayStation Network where it's been down to $20. If you see it for $20, pick it up, no questions asked. One of the greatest games of all time. Tetris is great. What hit Amanda was the audio experience, which is not normally a Tetris Well, it's not only that. It's it's the audio and the visual. Like, if you watch, if you had old MP3 players that, like, had the visualization, it's an experience. And it's like going to, like, a rave or something like that where, like, the water, the colors and the music flow through you while you're playing something like Tetris. Every move correlates these are the guys that made rezo gun come on like and luminous and luminous exactly it's just it plays off the music so well that it's more of an experience and less of a game but it's still a fantastic game Yeah, Yeah, you know what? The one that hit me when I realized, like, I don't know, like I was playing it. They say in the opening credits, like, you should play this with headphones or at the very least, like in a quiet environment so you can really appreciate the sounds and the subtlety. And that doesn't happen in my house. There's never a quiet moment here. But eventually I sat down. After. Huh? Yeah, moon and a half. Yeah, well, you know, you got an army there. So it is never quiet here. So, and it is never quiet there. So eventually I had a moment where I was able to sit down. Everybody had headphones on. And I was like, okay, everybody's quiet. I'm going to start playing. And I got through the first few levels, which are relatively quiet. And I was like, okay, I get it now. I know why they need be quiet because this is super subtle and it's like water and everything's just kind of flowing and then I got to this level where like everything was on fire and there was the people sitting at the bottom of the screen and they're like rocking forward and they're made out of fire and everything is burning and and then the music keeps going and it keeps getting hotter and faster and crazier and I was like oh this I didn't need it to be quiet for this (laughs) because it just kept going and it, it took me a moment to realize that the best way to play this game and that this is this is my guide for Tetris Effect Connected is to feel the music and play Tetris to the beat that does that like you're supposed to do that with Luminous. Oh, yeah. Luminous, you're supposed to play to the beat. You're not Absolutely. Tetris. 
you kind of can build your own flow and you can kind of like, and that's what I was, I was losing because I kept trying to play like I was playing Tetris 99, which is, you know, a very specific, very different way of playing Tetris. And this is no, you play Tetris like you did back in the day. The difference is it, the speed at which the blocks are fed to you has nothing to do with what you did a few minutes ago. It has to do with what they just want to do. Exactly. Because if they're just going to go fast, they're going to go fast. Where are you in the song? Oh, you're there? Yeah. Cool. Enjoy. Yeah. How about we pull, we turn this up to a 15? Let me tell you, I did not think I could ever, and I, I think in regular Tetris, I couldn't do the speed where the blocks just kind of appear at the bottom. Yeah. You know, where like you just kind of have to make that decision. I don't think I could ever play it at a re- in a regular game. But Tetris mm-hmm. Effect, because of the music and because by the time you get there, they don't do it like minute one. You know, they build up to it a little bit. I think I might actually be able to do it with that. It was great. Oh, man. Tetris Effect Connected. So good. And it's on Game Pass. How yeah. stupid is this? We live in a world where this game, which really is amazing, is just included as part of Game Pass. Best value in gaming. It is. Absolutely. And the, we'll, we'll talk about the Xbox Series X in a little bit. Game Pass certainly helps it. Uh, so let me talk a little bit. I'm just going to – y'all can take a nap. I'm going to talk briefly about NBA 2K21. All right. Walk us through uh, it. <laughs> yeah, John, you can take a nap. I know you had a long day at work. Uh, NBA 2K21 is one of the best role-playing games to come out this year. Pitch me. I mean – Listen, at the end of the day, if I told you. I'm an RPG lover, friendo, so pity me. Yeah, you should go play NHL is what you should do. Because I bet you NHL does similar stuff. Huh? NHL hasn't been out in like forever. September. There's an NHL this year. Kim Wallace reviewed it. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. I guess I should go play some chill. Um, And guess why? You should probably go play NHL 20. You know why? Because it's on Game Pass. I do love Game Pass. You do love Game Pass and all those old like, okay, so NBA 2K21, you make it, you play the career mode, like my career mode. What I really like about it is you make a guy and you or a woman because you can play in the WNBA and you and what's really interesting is the number of streamers who are, you know, lady streamers who are playing and are making WNBA characters and just playing only the WNBA campaign, which is really cool. The. Uh, so you make a character and you choose at the very beginning their what their stats will be like when they are a 95 rated player, which is down the line. Okay. So like what kind of dude are you going to be? So you choose how tall you are, how much you're going to weigh, and are you a defensive powerhouse? Are you a three-point shooter? Are you a dunk machine? Whatever. And you build these amazing your, – your eventual stats. And then you start – not even close, but you start in high school. And so you play NBA 2K21 presentation, but you're in a high school gymnasium and you play. And in between games, you have to make decisions. You have to like, you build relationships with people you, and as you complete Sona, kind of like when you get, you go to practice and by complete, when you go to practice and you do drills and the drills give you experience and you use those to build up your stats. So it's like, it basically is just like any of these other role-playing games, 
It's just that the conflict resolution instead of combat is you have to play basketball. I'm sorry, my brain just fell. I out. thought you were. I thought your. I thought your. I thought your Skype camera blew so, up for a second. So didn't they do this a couple of years ago? And like this Spike is, Lee directed it, or it's well, just yeah, a continuation the, yeah. of that? Well, it's not a continuation. I mean, every year the story is different, yeah. right? But like, yeah, the the. There was a couple of years ago where the story mode was directed by Spike Lee. And yeah. so I must have missed that story beat somewhere. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, would you really have been like super hungry to write about an NBA game? No, but I would have been a little more interested in paying attention to it. Maybe I would have given yeah. it less than a. Well, had, you known, had you known me, because honestly, so the year the spiky the Spike Lee one, listen, we've talked about how we should have been friends a long time ago. It's true. Multiple times. Uh the the so how about this? Uh Thomason edited our podcast at that time, so he knows what I'm about to say. The Spike Lee version of NBA 2K came out the same year as Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And if it were not for Final Fantasy 15, That's which I adore. 15. Wow. Yeah, that I remember that year where you were just like, this is the role-playing game of the year if Final Fantasy XV didn't come out. You were like, you said that all year. Yeah, Final Fantasy, and then there's a line, yep. and then there's NBA, because it... Admittedly, you have to at least appreciate basketball. Like, I don't think I could recommend this to somebody that doesn't like basketball or at least have an interest in it. Like, if you don't like it, you don't. But and odds really are cool. that version is on the uh, EA Play, isn't it? it well, be no, because because this this is 2K. It's not the oh, NBA. NBA. The NBA games from EA are terrible, so I those oh. I don't recommend. All right. Those like yeah, that was my understanding they, as well. They they had an NBA Live game come out to reviewers and then get canceled in between the review <laughs> copies being delivered and wow. the embargo. like that's wow. how which that says some stuff that's an oof as my kids would say so the anyway it is so I said I was just going to talk about it very briefly, but this is if you are interested in basketball and basketball culture, this is cool to the point where, you know, I'm at the point in the campaign now where like I'm choosing to I'm choosing what companies I'm going to get endorsement deals with. And I'm making decisions about like I I I had to choose my sneaker deal and I went with Converse. That's fair. (laughs) But I could have picked like. So it was this. It is very cool. So if you like that, if you are interested in basketball, I think it is absolutely a super. This is not just a throwaway multiplayer game. This is which a lot of people think of sports games as this has a single player role playing game that you can play and you can really enjoy. I know NBA 2K games get a lot of flack for their my team modes, which have a lot of blind bags and, you know, microtransactions. I'll tell you this. Just don't play them. Just play the single player mode because or just play pickup games and you will still find a game that is absolutely worth the price of admission. By the way, I'm playing it on Xbox Series X and it is astonishingly beautiful. And one thing people complain about sports games, they have long loading times because, you know, like, (laughs) let me tell you. Uh, from selecting the I want to play a basketball game to tip off is like less than 30 seconds, which is insane. Like now, I spent 
have you guys have you guys fired up Destiny Two since the new consoles? All right. No. So from wait, wait, we're gonna do wait. wait, wait okay, do we'll, do we'll it, talk about that later. The remind stuff me later. later. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, we'll talk about it. So oh, that's man. NBA Two K Twenty One. Um, am I the only person out of the three of us that has played Spider Man? No, I the played Spider Man. The new one, the, Miles Morales. No. Did you I get to finish it? I know you have a story for us. Did you get to finish it? No, I played Remastered. I I, ha- I oh. remember it was my first time playing Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Because, so you were playing through the first one. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to the reason why I wasn't able to finish it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. You have a story. I, I just want to say Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it is available on PlayStation 4. It's available on PlayStation 5. This is a uh, I encourage everybody to play it. It is a triumph. I it definitely made me cry. Now, admittedly, everything makes me cry, but it did succeed in making me cry. And it is if you especially if you like the first Spider-Man, don't come at some people have said, oh, well, it's just the first Spider-Man with like some stuff tacked on. The things that they tacked on happen to be a very cool, meaningful story about a character that I think everyone needs to learn a lot about because I think the next decade will be the decade of Miles Morales. And we love to see it. So get used to seeing that guy's face or some version of it because, you know, everybody's going to be making something. Miles Morales. It is a triumph. And uh, the suits are ridiculous because one of them is a bodega cat in a backpack. And it's great. <laughs> And you think I'm joking. I'm really not. It's a bodega cat named Spider-Man. I'm here and for he it. he hangs out in a backpack and helps fight crime with you. It I love great. it. great. If you are buying for the next gen, the Spider-Man Miles Morales is $70, but it include, which is the base price for PlayStation 5 games. It is worth it, though, from my perspective, because it includes not only Miles Morales, but also Spider-Man Remastered, which you can carry over your saves. My son, Evan, did the, did this just a few days ago, and it was painless. He assumed he actually assumed that it was going to be this horrific process. And then he went into the menu and was like, oh, never mind. Yep. <laughs> They got really smart about this, but yeah. we'll talk about that in a while. Yeah, exactly. And lastly, again, this is we're, – we're going around the horn. I'm just going to – very briefly, I'm going to have more stuff probably in the beginning of the next year after our hiatus. Just hours ago, hot off the presses, I was sent a code. Thank you, Ubisoft, from for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Let me tell you uh, – I'm like an hour and a half in, so I'm not, I'm not much. Amanda – I'm going to sell you on this game. Pitch me. You know I'm here for it. I know. you. We play the pitch game a lot. I'm going to pitch this to you as this is Pixar Assassin's Creed. Done. <laughs> this is the, got it. Got it, it in one. This is the one that was like gods and monsters. It was gods right? and monsters, and then they yeah. changed it. My, yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly why. I think there's... I, I, I don't know why they changed the name. Because the well, new because, game is... uh, Godfall was coming out, and then the too many God games coming out at the launch of a console. I'm, sure, I'm sure that probably played something into it. I mean, who knows? They changed it. The new name is bad. Yep. Objectively bad. However, it doesn't matter. It's Pixar Assassin's Creed. So for all those folks that have like wanted an Assassin's Creed style game, like an open world Assassin's Creed style game that they can play in front of their kids without be- feeling guilty <laughs> um, and or can play in front of their kids while engaging in the core gameplay loop, because there's 
you do an Assassin's Creed, like, you know, if you just want to explore or climb mountains or whatever, my kids thought the original, you know, Assassin's Creed three was the climbing game because yeah, all I pretty much explore. unlocking all the like synchronizations. All towers all, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's if that's you just avoid people, no combat, yeah. if you all avoid, exactly, if you all, avoid, I mean. But in this game, it's Assassin's Creed style stuff, but you can do it without feeling guilty. And it is funny. The whole game is narrated by Zeus and another Greek god, like Statler and Waldorfing the whole adventure, which is really funny. If you don't know who Statler and Waldorf is, how dare you? But they're the Muppet old guys. Thanks for the explanation, just in case I didn't know. That wasn't for you. I was not Muppet explaining. You know, I don't know who doesn't. I don't know. Maybe. So. So that's it. I'm going to talk more about that later because I have a feeling this is a very I know it's a very long game. Twitter has been ablaze over the last couple of days with pretty happy. Yeah. People that I see and trust have enjoyed it. Uh, You know, I mean, this is not going to be a earth shattering, game changing thing, but it feels like a great first game in a series. Of course, it's a franchise. Which is probably also why they gave it, because now it's Immortals, and like now it has subtitles, like just built in. So I'm sure that's probably also why they did that. So, yeah, man, video games are cool. I love video games. Aren't they awesome? Video games rule, man. Thomason, have you put any time into Age of Calamity? No, I... uh... Of course I have to talk about a Musou game, Amanda. The only things I've played with my PS5 that are new is a little game called Astrobot, which is amazing. Oh, man, Astrobot. How do we forget it's Astrobot? The greatest love letter to Sony ever. Like, hands down. Every little... Like, they have even games that came out in the last few months, like Ghost of Tsushima, are, like, there's little Easter eggs of that inside there. Like, there was, there was maybe two two of the games that I didn't get right off the bat. And then of course, I also rolled credits on bug snacks. And then, um, I am working on Valhalla right now. I want to talk very briefly about Astrobot just to tell an additional story on this. So my 12 year old has decided Mm -hmm. that he wants to get the world record in Astrobot. So they spent like a good more time than I should have let them play. Yeah. Looking at looking at speedrun stats on their phones and looking up strats and trying to figure it out. He timed himself doing a run and he was like, oh, well, I've beat it in 45 minutes. The world record is only 25. Yeah. And he's decided that that is doable. And I have told them that uh, I've told them that if he gets himself a high enough, uh, you know, if he gets a good enough time and he gets to go on a AGDQ or whatever, I'll bring him. So, Amanda, if you want to come with, you can. We'll record a podcast at AGDQ. Yeah, Astrobot's freaking adorable. I I need to put I need to put some more time into it. It's just I keep there's you know World of Warcraft. It's there's really so much. There's a lot. There's just so many. You games. have the two brand new consoles, but you're gonna play World of Warcraft. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but you have a whole podcast about it, so it, I have it's to. Work. I, it's work. It's work. It's absolutely work. Don't hate. It's work. So I'm just sarcastic. All right. It's uh, I've, I've missed having your sarcastic shenanigans around John Tomlinson. So we've tiptoed around talking about these consoles. Uh, which one do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about the PlayStation 5 because Amanda has a story 
oh man she's wide-eyed with excitement to tell us a story amanda i don't know if it's excitement more than dread all right well sometimes those are the same thing you know. sometimes yeah they it's do like sometimes occupy horror. the same space yeah because so, i enjoy being scared you i like see being you scared True. so uh tell us what's going on with your playstation because you are currently not using it oh it's gone Okay. Like, it's literally not in my house anymore. So no one but these two can see my house. But over there is where my PlayStation used to live. Right there. Yep. You'll notice that there is not a PlayStation. Or or not live. Yeah, it does yeah. not live there. We sent it back in a coffin, in a box coffin yesterday, mm-hmm. because that PlayStation is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a number of issues with it crashing to rest which is something that a lot of people have been reporting with the PlayStation 5. So it's not like unique, but it just wouldn't stop. Didn't matter what we were playing or what we were doing. It just nothing would work. So this included playing Miles Morales and included Spider-Man Remastered. I think the only one that didn't do it was Watch Dogs Legion. That was potentially the only one that I that I didn't have any problems with. Oh, and... Okay. um. And Astro. So Astrobot was the other one that I didn't have any issues with. But it just, it was nonstop. It was absolutely nonstop. And and all we could do was, you know, Mike, bless him, called uh, Sony, Sony support and ended up getting our, our PlayStation, you know, back on the road to goodness. But it's going to be at least two weeks, probably more until we see a PlayStation again. So I actually have not played a ton of PlayStation games yet because I was anticipating having to send it back. So the the vast majority of my time on the PlayStation was spent playing Spider-Man Remastered, Bug Snack, and Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, that kind of stinks because I know with the Bug Snacks license, you could only play the PS5 version. You couldn't put the PS4 version and play in the meantime. You know. And, so I'm and Bug speaking of, it's very yeah, upsetting. Yeah, exactly. But uh, speaking of licenses, my personal problems that I've had with with the system was one, uh, I had a video output problem, but that's because I think I had my my HDMI wire too close to the wall, so I was kind of bent. And then, like after buying another one, swapping it out, it worked fine. Then swapping the original one back in, totally worked fine. But then um, I have a friend that works for a PlayStation, and he can't play uh, first-person shooters. So he gave me his code for uh, Call of Duty, the Ultimate Edition. And you know how they've there's been some uh, problems with the license where it would download the PS4 version and, yeah. and the PS5 version. Yeah. And then you'd have to delete one. And then it ended up deleting it, it downloaded the PS5 version and four version. I deleted four, then it re-downloaded four, but five wouldn't work. And now now it's to the point where I guess they patched it. So but yeah, the, I think the moral of this story is uh, uh, everybody but me, because I've actually been incredibly fortunate that we didn't have any of these problems is kind of feeling some of those new like new console pains. Right. Like, yeah, I read somewhere once that buying a console on launch day is paying it's the most. It's it paying the most for the worst thing you're going to get. 
out of that product over the next handful of years. So I, I know they're hard to find. I, I mean, bless you if you're trying to get one of these consoles. You know, I, I think I read somewhere that PlayStation has sold out of every one that they had produced at one point. I know they're trying to fix that. But, you know, who knows how fast they can do that. This is, uh, you know... I definitely have heard lots of rumblings across the internet and from you guys about you know some of the challenges people are having with the new technology, which is which is sad, right? You know, a lot, you know these are supposed to be really exciting and fun times, and to have frustration with a console bricking, or yeah. you know having for you, Tomlinson, it was kind of. At least, thankfully, it seems like they were inconveniences or, you know, downloading the wrong version of a game. Uh, I think, you know, Amanda would have been perfectly happy with the PS4 version of Bugsnacks. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know, if uh, as long as the system yeah. works. Bugsnacks, you know, so uh, my, my. I love old, it. It's like a horror game. I know. It's um, okay. My it's a oldest, Pixar horror game. <laughs> my oldest uh, finished it. And, uh, uh you know, I, I don't think I'd have been able to figure out that game on my own. Some of the stuff that he explained to me that he had to do to complete some of those puzzles are absolutely insane. Um, so I can say, you know, just overall, my impressions of the console, it's fast. Oh, it's, hell it's fast. You know, it is. So, so back to load times. Now I can talk about Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is one of the PS4 games I have on there. And from starting it at the menu into loading into a level was a minute and a half. On PS4 Pro, it was over five minutes. Yeah. I mean, which is just dumb. Yeah. (laughs) I have yeah. some similar like when we when we sit down and we talk about the uh, the Xbox, I'll talk a little bit about the the comparisons between the X and the Series X. Just to finish up some of the stuff with the PlayStation, I know some of these bugs. It works as they said it would, right? And, and I think that that's a good thing. Um, you know, it it didn't. I do not feel like I was misled in any way through the marketing process. It is a PlayStation. Everything on it is absolutely it's astonishingly beautiful. I mean, we're, that's we're a chunky. That's a chunky. He concept. is a big boy. Huge. Yeah. With an eye. Um, but it's, it's like fast. larger than a yeah. trapper keeper. Like he's just big. Yeah. He's big. yeah. That's true. <laughs> There's a blast from the past. Trapper keeper. Absolutely true. Yeah. So we, we managed to fit it underneath our entertainment center. We have, a, we had a little bit of a problem where it didn't like the, it's quieter than the PlayStation four because of the fans. But we had a problem where we had to like stabilize the shelf a little bit because it's still, I mean, there are still fans. So it was like vibrating the whole entertainment center. And I think that is less about the fans being loud and obnoxious and more about the fact that it is just so large. <laughs> There's just a lot of stuff going on. The other thing that I really appreciate about it is how fast it was to set up. Yeah. The, you know, the time that it took from unboxing to having it available to oh, play. Oh, we were talking, very talking about hiccups. I also had the 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 transfer from my PS4 Pro fail. So I ended up re-downloading everything. So I was one of those people. That that was one of the other hiccups. But everything was fine. The uh, other thing about licensing, if you have a PS4 still and you want to, you could download all of the PS4 
Plus collection to your PS4. So I was able to put my uh, God of War that's on my that, father's PS4. That's like those, stuff like those that. free games that are included as part of Plus yes. now, right? Yeah, the 20 some odd or 25, whatever it is. Yep. It, nothing tells me that Sony needs to work on their family-friendly titles than mm-hmm. looking at their PlayStation Plus collection because it's... Ratchet I mean, Clank are there and the Crash collection is there. That's it. So well, I, And Uncharted, that's not bad. which apparently and Uncharted, Uncharted which is T-rated. Is I didn't believe it yep. until I saw it. Uh, but, it is. But there's been, there's been more rumblings about a... PS Game Pass coming. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's well, been. I'm certain. sure we'll hear about that. Yeah, don't worry. We'll talk about it on Virtual Economy when it's a thing. Oh, I'll listen to it. I got you. Yeah, I mean, and then she'll tell me for she'll tell me afterwards, and we'll yeah. give you the the skinny here. But for sure. the <laughs> but at the end of the day, we've been really happy with ours. I am sorry, Amanda, that you have had bad experiences. Heartbreaking. Yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. I mean. Snacks. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, it's all you. I know. We okay. I, let me tell you. Here's the good news. It wasn't. It's 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 not Super Mario 35. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not going away. You're gonna be able to play it. I'm I'm hoping no one has spoiled it for you. I'm certainly no one not has spoiled spoil it for, for me. You. No, no one has spoiled it for me. People know that if they come into my mentions and they talk about bug snacks and their spoilers. Bad things will happen. They're getting a block. <laughs> They're getting, like, I'm going to throw them all the blocks. They can catch these fists. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's fair, though. That's fair. <laughs> so the um, we'll we'll, we'll kind of compare the two of them afterwards. Let's talk about the Xbox Series X, which I know I don't think you have one of those, Tomlinson, right now. I right? am waiting to grab one on all access, and every I I had it up in the Best Buy All Access the other day, and it was in stock, and it kept on giving me a red air the whole time. I'm like, yeah, for like 10 minutes, and then it was gone. The demand for these things is insane. So, uh, Amanda, you and I both have the Xbox Series X. Tell me about your Xbox Series X experience. So... The one thing, and this is this is something I talked about over on Virtual Economy, the one thing that I loved about the setup for the Xbox Series X was like, it was lightning fast. It was like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we were already getting in where we could, like it was going to take some time to download the games, but it was like we were done. We were in. Mm-hmm. And we were we were playing within like, an hour or so with once everything was uh, was downloaded. It was not the same thing with the PlayStation 5. We had a lot of challenges with getting getting the PlayStation set up versus the Xbox. And part of that was that we we were going to import our profiles, but it would have taken 23 damn hours. 23 hours. And we're like, you know what we're not going to do? Any of that. Yeah, that's fair. None of that. So we didn't do any of that. And what we ended up doing was just moving over, was just like signing everybody in. And it was the same thing on the Xbox. We didn't really transfer anything. It was a brand new install. So, but we could do it right from a smart app, like right from the smartphone app. So, so it was like, it was easy. Um, And that was the thing I really liked about the Xbox was like, I was just sitting on the couch and Mike set it up, like, and I blinked and it was done. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah, it was super intense. I was settled in. Oh, yeah. Our family was just ready to hang out, told the kids, you know, don't expect to play anything tonight. 
And not only did we play stuff, I played a bunch. And then after they went to sleep, I played a little bit of Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is not for I us. I saw that. It was really cool. I think I might have to play this Yakuza game because it's a strategy game and I like strategy. Well, it's a turn-based role-playing game. I think you, I mean, I still think that you would like it. Very good. It's very good. But anyway, the, this is one of those... I always feel like setting up a console, with the exception of the Switch, which is really quick, I always felt like setting up like a PlayStation or, you know, my Xbox One always felt like it It didn't – it probably was idiot-proof, right? But it didn't really feel that way while you were doing it. Like it always felt like you could make the wrong choice or do or say the wrong thing and really felt like setting this up, I couldn't do it wrong. You know, and the fact that you were managing stuff with your phone as opposed to having to navigate with your controller, like entering in username and password with a touch screen so much on better. your phone as opposed to with a controller is so convenient. It just made it – I honestly, I think my eight-year-old could have done it. You know, if we really just told her, hey, could you set this up? I think she could have – the, the, I think the hardest part for her would would have been picking up the Xbox and putting it where it goes because it is a it is heavy. Yeah. For what it is. It is. You know, it's yeah, a heavy it, loaf of bread. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a tiny little it's a tiny little mini fridge with a bunch of dots on it. Um, and it's hefty. Not like the Series S. Like the S is like this gorgeous tiny little piece of equipment that looks like it could maybe be a phone. From like retro future 1974, right? Where it's just like, oh, look at this. Now, giant is it like the down. size of like a PS2? Kind, yeah, about the size of a PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's a. I think it's like it's fatter than a than one of the one of the slims, but it's about yeah. the same footprint. Yeah. Um, but those those are really nice little systems. I, I'm glad that we got the X. Don't get me wrong, because the X was a was a much better investment for our family. But I mean, like, it's a good streaming system. And I think that if we were going to go ahead and pick up another system for the kids, we'd pick up the Series S for the kids because they don't need the horsepower. They don't need those ponies. (laughs) They don't. They don't. They don't need them ponies. (laughs) It is. uh, We got the X2 and Mm -hmm. the it was a decision for us. And we really thought about it. And originally when they announced it and, you know, Amanda, you were kind of there with me on this journey where we said, you know, we're going to originally I was going to get the S and the only and the reason I got the X, honestly, this is 100 percent truthful, is it was pre-order panic time. And this is the one that came up first and I was able to pre-order it. And I'll admit I waited an hour or so before I told the general that I accidentally pre-ordered the one that was $200 more expensive. I mean, don't worry this about is, it. Yeah. Well, but you know what? When it was done, uh, I was I worried for nothing because the general said, well, good. You got the you got the more powerful one. You know, it's not like we won't use it, you know, which is best part about the general is that she keeps me in line. But also, like, she's a reasonable human being. So it's not like I really, you know, I didn't have to be afraid. Like, you know, it's not I'm not Raymond. <laughs> like, I didn't have to you know, I didn't have to worry about that. But, you know, it was a $200 mistake, but it turned out to pay out. So I really am very happy with it. It is 
mega fast. Everything is pretty. And yeah. the instant resume feature. Let me tell you about the instant resume feature when it works. Yeah. It's not working perfectly right now. And we know, you know, in six months, they'll have figured out the firmware and made it better. But what instant resume does, folks, is it, it, well, first off, it changes the game. And I don't mean that in a hyperbolic kind of way. Basically, if you have multiple people in your house that play different games, for example, you have a kid that plays Fortnite and another kid that plays, my, you know, Minecraft and another kid that plays various things on Game Pass, which is kind of what we have, it allows you to, sus- you know, when you suspend the game, you can actually suspend multiple games at once and switch between them without load times, really, and without shutting the game down, which is pretty nice insanity when you kind of think about what that means. And and I think a big piece is Minecraft because you're, you kind of, especially if you have kids in your house, you will almost always have Minecraft kind of suspended in the background. I think it's just, unless they play on their iPads, which my kids do. That's fair. We bought Minecraft for her on the iPad, but she doesn't like the controls. That's understandable. Um, If she's not into the touch controls, it's not surprising would prefer a controller and so now now the big problem is because the rtx update for minecraft didn't come out yet that's mm-hmm. scheduled for i think next year early next year and so now every day it's like did they release the minecraft update yet dad mm-hmm. no they didn't they didn't release the minecraft update yet and which is cute because you know it's her game but man i can't uh, trust me you'll know when they announce it cuz it'll be it'll be a big deal the uh but this the instant resume feature making it so that giving up your seat at the table for a short round of something else is not a sacrifice right like i took 10 15 minutes off from my game uh, from a basketball game to let my kid play and I didn't have a problem with it because I was able to get back into my my NBA game without a real problem. And that was awesome because it was just, you know, you pop out, you pop back in. That feature does not exist currently on the PlayStation 5. No, it so, will. I think. Yeah, I think that's the I think plan. My understanding is that is the plan. It's just it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? I mean, I don't I don't know how it works. Because it's, it may as well be magic to me. However, but it is pretty it, It's pretty awesome. It'll be nice when it's there on the PlayStation. From a comparison standpoint, I guess I'm the only one that can really give like a real comparison. Before uh, we move on to yeah. comparisons, PlayStation 5 and the Xbox yeah. Series X, let's yeah. talk about the One versus the Series X. Well, Just for that. a quick sec. So I ended up booting up Forza Horizon 4, right? Because if I want to display something that looks absolutely beautiful, but that has some serious load time issues, mm-hmm. it's going to be Forza. So yeah. I loaded it up on my Series X and I loaded it up on my Xbox One that's sitting on my desk. Mm-hmm. And between the two of them, there is no real visual difference between how Forza Horizon 4 looks on the one versus the Series X because that game is absolutely beautiful. It's drop dead gorgeous on both systems, but there's no real difference between how the system looks or how the game looks on either system. It's just pretty. But in terms of performance, like it was lightning fast. 
Xbox Series X. Like I was sitting down and I was in that game in I think it was a minute and it took me six or seven minutes on my Xbox One X. Which is mad. It's a really, really big game. And because it's loading so many assets that are just so high fidelity, it's going to take forever because there's no solid state hard drive in my in my one right versus my Series X. So those performance issues and the, the performance differences rather between even just intergenerational stuff is astounding. The the storage architecture is completely a game changer. Like this is this is going to change literally everything. Literally. Yeah. Once once designers start to get to take advantage of the fact that things load faster, like mm-hmm. right now we're playing games that have to work on older generations. So Exactly. As, so they're not – I don't want to say that they're, like, held back, but they, they can't take advantage of some of the new tech yet. And also, no one's really been able to do this yet. So yeah. you're – you know, it, it, this is – we're a couple of years before it really makes a huge difference. And, I man, I can't wait to see some of those things. You'll hear us screaming about it when it happens. Totally. The – yeah. Oh, man. Th- th- thanks for sharing the story about that comparison between the o- you know the older Xbox and the new, because um, a lot a lot has been said about the idea of, you know, why bother getting a new console when, you know, your old ones work just as well. And, and that is true. But there is a difference. It's just a matter of whether or not you can feasibly do that, which is something to be said. I mean, these are $500 luxury entertainment devices. I can't blame people that might kind of, you know, wince at that. Trust me, we winced. So I'll just give some brief comparisons on these two. And the reason I say they are brief, they do a lot of the same stuff. There, there really isn't, for me, a clear winner between these two to the point where I'm going to would absolutely recommend one over the other. I think there's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to end up being a personal decision for everybody. And I know that makes it harder, right? Like I, I'm sure there are people listening that were like, man, Steve, couldn't you just say the PlayStation was just strictly better? And then I wouldn't we have to think about we it. Will not. And I can't because it's not true. Cause I mean, there are certain situations where, you know, like for example, if you really love you some Spider-Man, I can't tell you that Spider-Man is going to be on Xbox. And if you buy an Xbox, you're going to miss out alert, on that. It won't be. Spoiler alert, it won't be. It never, um, no, it's a licensing issue. It literally yeah. can't be. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so like if you really, like if you have one of those families where Spider-Man is like super important and you're lining up to go see whatever the third Spider-Man movie is, then then PlayStation is the correct decision. Yes. Because Spider-Man, because that's where that's the Spider-Man game is going to be. Yep. And, Always. you know, it, and I, I'm never going to argue with somebody about that versus, you know, if you grew up playing Halo, you know, that that's going to be important too. And so, um, and it, it's, it, some people will say, well, it's taking the cheap way out to just blame it on the games from a hardware not, perspective. Though. Yeah, it's not because from a hardware perspective, they, you know, they play video games and for well, most and they're, users, they're going to, I think they're going to be fairly similar. Yeah, for most people, are, people. people do not care about teraflops. Like let's be, let's be for real, real for a second. No one really cares about the nitty gritty performance. What they care about is, does this play my favorite franchise? What mm-hmm. kinds of games can I get on this? And what kind of value can I get for the dollars that I'm spending? Right. And that's really what it comes down to. You want the best bang for your buck. You buy yourself an Xbox and you get Game Pass. And that is legitimately one of the best values on the market. Like that is it's hands down going to be the best value for you and your family. 
if what you're concerned about are exclusives and you want to be able to play the hotness like Ratchet and Clank, you want to play Spidey, and you want to play Bug Snacks and Astrobot and all that stuff, power to you, get yourself a PlayStation because PlayStation is going to have the market cornered for exclusives for at least another year. Yeah, and and also, uh, it's not like they're going to stop making exclusives after that either. No. Like they're, so it's just, it, it, it is, I, I agree with you completely, Amanda, is that this is one of those situations where um, I, I it, there isn't a bad decision except a hastily made one. Um, I think that it is worth thinking about it. And, you know, but other than that, these are both beautiful machines that will do what they need to do. Um, you know, there is the problem right now where they are incredibly hard to get a hold on, get a hold of. And so I know there are lots of kids that are, you know, asking for these things. And we talked about all the tips to try and find them. Those things still exist. The only thing that we know now is we know PlayStation is not putting any of these in stores. So you're only going to be able to go online. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, but we knew there were going to be complications pandemic, because of the pandemic. Exactly. No, I mean, That's like the only way they can handle it. Like Best Buy was really meticulous and saying, like, listen, you want a PlayStation or an Xbox. If you can get one, cool. But you sure as heck are not going to be able to show up at our store and pick one up. You've got to order one in advance. And then there's GameStop, exactly. which is basically a death cult. Yeah. Did you see the pictures of the people? That, did uh-huh. you see the picture of the dude who put a bed out in front of one? Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to be real. I mean, that's me uh, at a Star Wars premiere. I mean, yeah. it's like I'm not, not mad in the about middle the of a pandemic. No. Like, no, I'm going to stay home and watch it on HBO. Yeah. Like Wonder exactly. Woman, right? Yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. So excited that's about gonna- <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, different podcast. So, the. <laughs> and Black um, Widow next year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've got to put Black Widow out on. No, they announced it's in April. Oh, they did? Yep. They're going to do the Mulan. Oh, you're going to pay 30? I'll pay 30 bucks for Black Widow. Fine. I told my wife, I was like, I'd pay 50 bucks. And she's like, are you sure you would? And I was like, honey. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I'll play 50 because I I need to see this movie. So, and all right. So the the pictures of the guy who set up a air mattress outside of a GameStop on Thanksgiving, like, okay. Like A plus for effort. My issue with that one actually had nothing to do with the pandemic because in that picture, you see everybody was kind of far away from him. My issue is how you gonna sleep like because Get your mask on, boo. No, I mean, like you're you're th- th- falling asleep outside near a retail store isn't off with with the money that you need to buy a console the next day. Seems no, like a there. risk to me. Like I'm. As a LARPer, <laughs> I can say comfortably <laughs> that the chances that I would sleep or that I would nap outside with my belongings, nil. And those are fake things. <laughs> those are fake things. Facts. Uh, the, the, but, but real remember much- that time I fell asleep during a wave battle? Yeah, I remember the time you fell asleep in the middle of the fight. But I mean, whatever. But but you were you the chances of your credit card being stolen yeah, very sure. slim. So anyway, um so people are having trouble finding these things. It is true. It's gonna be tough. Good luck. Use your channels. Don't be super disappointed if you can't do it, because there's a lot of people that are not gonna be able to. Um 
these, but that does give you the benefit of having time to make a good decision for your family. And I encourage you to, you know, think about it, which I'm sure people do. And maybe we didn't address them here. I would encourage you to go to our Facebook community. It's, um, go to, you know, it's, uh, go to engagefamilygaming.com slash community and ask there. Uh, many of us in there have the new consoles or at the very least, you know, there are a number of people who don't have them, but have made the decision themselves, like what they're going to get when they can get it. Right. You know, my brother, for example, is in that group. He wants a PlayStation five. He knows exactly why and can articulate why he made that decision. He just can't expend the energy to get it (laughs) because it's hard. So we're, we are, they're not going anywhere. Uh, I work for a company where there's stuff that is regularly two, $300 for these big collectors editions of the product that they make. He's like, well, you you guys just released it, and now it's retired. No, it's going to be around for a couple of years. So these yeah, are brand exactly. new consoles. You're gonna, they're going to be around. Exactly. Just maybe be patient. Um, yeah. exactly. Like maybe you make it. You know, maybe you miss it for Christmas this year, but it'll be there next year, or or in the spring. So. Yeah. Absolutely. They should have, and the they great should thing is they're all backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. backwards compatible to the last generation. So you could play with all of the games that you have that you buy today on the new thing, on okay. the new hotness. And yeah. what were you saying, Amanda? Well, they should they should be refreshing a lot of their stock in the spring. But Microsoft did come out and say definitively that it is going to be extremely challenging for them for Xbox Series X and S into the channel before end of fiscal year and end of fiscal for Microsoft is end of March. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, that's what Phil that's said. News to me. Listen, he knows I would assume. Yeah, Phil knows what's up. I think I mean, that might've been in an interview now that I think about yeah. it, but yeah, he did say it. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's got the, he, he, Phil Spencer knows what's going on with Microsoft. I'll try. <laughs> I had not, I'd I had like not to think so. I trust that guy. I hope so. I trust that guy. <laughs> no, I trust that guy. No, I just hadn't heard that. Thanks for the update on that. I assumed that it was going to be hard. I just didn't think that they had provided like a real. Yeah. Um, and PlayStation came out and said, look, we're going to try to have more PlayStations in the channel um, all the way through the holiday season. So, We'll see what that actually translates to. So do not get your hopes up for an Xbox, but potentially keep an eye out for a PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. There we go. So everybody, thank you very much for listening to our show. John, I'm glad that you stopped by. We'll have to have you do this again. Yeah, you should definitely um, come back and like yell about video. Yeah, yeah and uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitch, uh, Six Pack Nerds Gaming. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I will be doing more uh, streaming now that uh, I have a PS5 and things actually load much faster. And I don't have to wait seven go. minutes for Destiny. So. I threw yeah. you a follow there, friendo. Oh, yeah. That, awesome. I got All you. right. So, everybody, again, thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. We will be back next week to... Believe it or not, it's going to be close to the time to talk about our games of the year. 
before we go on our holiday hiatus as we normally do so that we can enjoy our families without extra time away from them. So everybody, have yourself a wonderful week. We'll be back next time. And until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.